Welcome back to Looking Unto Jesus. Um, today we're going to be looking at Charles Simeon and something very special that he says about the gospel. Um, I'd like to start off with just uh, reading his words and then we'll pray and then we'll make a few comments on some of the glorious truths that we find in what he has written. So Charles Simeon writes, of all the subjects that can occupy the human mind, there is not one so great and glorious as that of redemption through the incarnation and death of God's only begotten Son. It is that which occupies incessantly the heavenly hosts and which the Apostle Paul, whatever be his more immediate subject of discourse, reverts to on every occasion. And when he has, however incidentally, touched upon it, he scarcely knows how or when to leave it. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, I pray for those who are listening, uh, watching this video. Oh, dear God, they and I come from the same stock from Adam, but both they and I have received the gift of your spirit through regeneration, through the gospel. Father, we long to be more pleasing to you. And we have found that the means is a greater and greater knowledge of your son, that we might be driven to love him and by that love be driven to serve him. Oh, Father, I pray for myself, for my brothers, for my sisters in Christ. That there would you would place in us a greater earnestness, a greater urgency. To know Christ. And to make him known. In Jesus name, amen. Before we go back to the words of uh, Charles Simeon. I would like to just give a little introduction here, something that I wrote when I quoted this in a book years ago. What a marvelous universe that God has created, and it is. And yet, of all the worthy subjects of investigation and contemplation, there is one that rises above them all like an Everest rises above the smallest mound. It is the knowledge of God revealed in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, I've always been a person of very um, a multitude of interests. Sometimes I have lamented that we only live 70, 80, 90 years on this earth. There are so many wonderful things to study. Um, the universe. Um, astronomy, physics, mathematics, um, geography, um, oceanography. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. All those I mentioned because at least once in my life I thought about that's what I would want to study. Um, but when I was 21 years old, I found a subject that is beyond all others that dwarfs the mightiest giant that makes everything else seem pale and without color. That subject is Jesus Christ.
And that's why we're doing looking unto Jesus for that very reason. We live in a day of so much noise, even in the church or what's called the church. It sometimes seems more like a vanity fair that Bunyan wrote about. So many principles being taught, so many ways to get your best life now. But that's really not what Christianity is about. Christianity is about Christ. It's about the Son. It's not even about us. It's about him above all other things. Charles Simeon writes, of all the subjects that can occupy the human mind. Um, let me pause here for just a second and say something. The mind that we have received from Christ, there's something that comes with it. It's a stewardship. And today in this age of internet and cell phones and Instagram and Twitter, I'm afraid that we are becoming poor stewards of the mind and it will lead to judgment. It will definitely lead to making us ineffective as servants of Christ, as human beings, as fathers, as husbands. This world is so full of glory. Every leaf is a marvel, every blade of grass, every star. We shouldn't be just narrow men. We should be able to look at everything and see the glory of God in it. And we should desire somehow to to squeeze out of it, whether it's a star or a math problem. What is this telling me about the glory of God? So there are many wonderful things um, to occupy the mind. He says, of all the subjects that can occupy the human mind, there is not one so great and glorious as that of redemption through the incarnation and death of God's only begotten son. Do you know what Charles Simeon is revealing here? That he has spent many years of his life cultivating um, godlike thinking. Because even though humanity runs wild today, scarcely thinking about Christ for a moment, Christ is at the very center of the mind and heart of the Father. And if you and I are seeking to be imitators of God, to be like our heavenly Father, our mind will be most consumed with the person of Christ. And although he was a great teacher, a great example. And those things should occupy our mind. It's not the greatest theme for the mind. It's Christ as redeemer. Christ as savior. Christ as substitute. This should be at the very center of our heart, the very center of our mind, our thinking and definitely men are preaching. It is that which occupies incessantly the heavenly hosts, you know, in the Lord's prayer. Thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, heaven thinks this way and Charles Simeon is showing us a heavenly mind. When you preach, are you showing your congregation a heavenly mind? 
a mind that thinks as God thinks, that has the same desires, that puts Christ first and foremost in center stage. In the mind of God, it's the incarnation of and death of his only begotten son. That's what is truly important, and it should be in our mind. It is in the mind of the heavenly host. You know, so many people talk about heaven, but I wonder if they really would want to go there. Why? Well, the thinking of heaven is quite different from the thinking of earth. The thinking of heaven is centered on the one who made it. Through him and for him, Paul writes in Colossians, all things were made. It's all about Christ. And he says, and which the Apostle Paul, whatever be his more immediate subject of discourse, reverts to on every occasion. I love that. Paul, in his epistles, the, the breadth of his epistles, the width of them, the, the numerous amount of subjects that he takes in, not just so-called theologically, but practically, how to live in the different areas of our Christian life, so many wonderful things. But he never can, even when teaching principles, detach himself from the great theme of the gospel. And that's what Charles Simeon is saying here. Whatever be his more immediate subject of discourse, even marriage, Ephesians 5, marriage is a perfect example, reverts to the gospel on every occasion. Shouldn't we be that way? It was said about Spurgeon, even today, some people say about Spurgeon, he only ever preached one message. Of course, that's hyperbole, but the point being made is he would take a theme, take a text, and make a beeline for the cross in a right way. We need to teach the full counsel of God, and we need to study the full counsel of God, but nothing in this book is detached from the gospel, from the person of Christ. Now he goes on. Whatever be his more immediate subject of discourse, he reverts to on every occasion the gospel and when he has, when Paul has, however incidentally touched upon it. So if he just mentions the gospel for just a moment when he's talking about another prior, another theme, when he mentions the gospel, he scarcely knows he scarcely knows how and when to leave it. It's like Paul is scanning God's universe and, and looking at all the things, but Every time, you know, if he looks at the stars, all of a sudden he looks back at the gospel and then he looks no more at the stars. If he's talking about some great theme like marriage, he looks at marriage and then all of a sudden, once again, Christ catches his eye and he doesn't know how to pull away. Oh, we ought to be that way. We ought to be men. Filled with the gospel, knowledgeable of the gospel, who. You know, it was said of Bunyan that if you, you cut his veins, he would bleed the Bible. I would love for it to be said of us that if you cut a vein, it will bleed the Bible. And of all the great and glorious and inerrant truth in that Bible. There was one thing that came to the front always, and that was the person and work of Jesus Christ. 
his redeeming work. I hope this is an encouragement to you to press on knowing Christ, to press on preaching Christ, to press on uh, living for the glory of Christ. Well, once again, this is why it is good uh, to read old books. God bless you.